Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the Elite Strategist, and I just finished interviewing Glenn Stromberg, and what a great interview he was. This is a man been in the business, real estate investing, for 38 years, and he shared a ton of golden nuggets, a ton of wisdom. Um, he's been through some recessions, he's been through some ups and downs in real estate, and he shared a lot of great information and in addition to that, he specializes in mobile homes. So that's a niche market. If you want to learn about mobile homes, this is uh, the right episode to listen to. This was a great interview. And as usual, if you or someone you know is interested in investing actively or passively, investing passively with my group, you can go to my website, my Real Estate Investors Club website, which uh, we meet uh, the fourth Tuesday of every month in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, and that is uh, stroudsburgrei.com. Go to Partners With Us and a short, watch a short webinar there that my business partner and I, Danielle, created. And we teach how to invest passively. Guys, thank you again. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If uh, you like what you're listening to and you appreciate and enjoy everything you heard here, please, guys, share it with a friend. Share it with a with a, on your social media let someone else know this is how we grow our podcast and this is how we get this education out. Guys, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. Blessings to you. Have an amazing, an amazing, wonderful day. Much love. Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the Elite Strategist, and you're listening to Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today I have Glenn Stomberg um, is my guest today, and Glenn began his career in real estate in 1982. So he's been in this game for a minute. This is wisdom. We're going to get a lot of imparted wisdom here to us. He quickly rose to the top in the real estate game, owning and managing a Clayton Home franchise, as well as owning and operating 13 independently owned manufactured home dealerships and running a successful fix and flip business. So this is a man that's uh, done some things and been around the block in our in our business. Over his 38 years in, mobile, in the mobile home industry, he developed mobile home subdivisions, owned a mobile home park, owned and operated mobile home sales center, and bought, sold, and leased single family homes. In 06, Stomberg Investment Group was formed with the mission to be one of the best real estate investment companies in the country. In 2008, the 2008 crisis that took over American, the American economy led Glenn to redefine his business model and created a different model, which I'm going to let him talk about in a little bit. He now currently owns over 450 homes under management, spanning from four states. And SIG, his company, deploys over $2 million in investment capital each month and closes over an average of over 12 properties each month. That is an amazing and impressive um, resume, sir. Thank you, Glenn, for being here. It's my honor. And I'm looking to learn a ton from you. I know a little bit about the mobile home space. 
and um, you're the first guest on my on my on my podcast that actually specializes in that field, which hence why I wanted to have you on here. Thank you for being here. It's my honor. And uh, Glenn, did I miss anything on on the intro there? Is there anything that I missed? You covered, you covered it pretty good, Martin. And that, for, first of all, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. So, and uh, you're welcome. You know, but when you read all that, man, I, I go, man, I'm old. I'm old. That's it's been, <laughs> been a long time. Just tells you how long you've been in the game, my brother. That's all it is, which is a good thing. And um, you know, for me, I'm always looking to learn from people that have ex- more experience than I have, been the game longer than I have. And um, I'm looking forward to learning from you. So my first question, Glenn, is, so why real estate? In 1982, when you started, um, why why did you choose to get involved in real estate? Well, that's, you know, it's funny because I, I, I read a lot of books when I when I got out of college. I graduated college and, mm-hmm. and I decided that, uh, you know, the, I forget which book it was, but they said, that ninety eight percent of millionaires they 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 be, you either make it by owning your own business or doing real estate and I said you know what I'm going to do both I'm going to do both with the odds in my favor so Mark you know, real estate I think I think it's the greatest way to build wealth um, you know when you're doing buy and hold real estate you 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 pay a lot less taxes uh, you you know you you, you can create long term wealth cash flow it's 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 by, you know, make money while you're sleeping. That's why I, that's why I love real estate. That's why I love real estate. So uh, I get it. So you, you picked real estate um, because was it Rich Dad Poor Dad? No, that book wasn't out then. And Rich Dad Poor Dad. Robert Kiyosaki's book was not yet. You know, remember I read Think You Grow Rich, read some other books. And, and I just mm-hmm. remember remember hearing that and saying, you know, that's where millionaires come from. So I said, doggone, that's what I'm going to do. So Got it. So, so tell us about that first deal way back in 1982 when the interest rates were, I mean, right now I'm going to talk about those interest rates. They were 15, 16%, 12%. Those crazy interest rates. I was only a few years old. That was only four back then. But I hear the with inflation and everything that was going on back then, these those interest rates were nuts. Um, tell us about your first deal. How did you get into your first deal? How did that happen, Glenn? Well, you know, like like most people who start out, I had no money, right? I had no money. So my my dad was a mason contractor and a builder in Chicago, and 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 so we joined ventured. We joined ventured on our first house, and uh, you know, rented it out, did good on it, sold it, and. Uh, you know that that taught me the world of private money too. I, I I'm a big advocate of private money versus using banks, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But uh, you know that's how I got started. I just I, I had the desire, I had the I had the the want to, and uh, got my dad to you know you know come up with the money for the first house, and we did really good on it. So, so did you get did you get educated? Did you did you um, go to a seminar? Did you learn something, or you just I, said I, hey? Uh, we're just going to buy this. What was that? A duplex? We're just going to buy this duplex or whatever that that property was, and we're just going to cash flow it. Tell me about that. It was a single family house. Yeah, I was kind of a seminar junkie. I was going to different seminars, and you know, back then they didn't have the RIA groups that they really have now, but there, there were groups out there. And so, yeah, I was I was I was trying to learn, and uh, I, I remember I remember you know ordering different 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 gurus at the time, ordering their material and learning from it. And um, you know, and I will say this: if I if I had a redo, okay, if I had a redo, I would have got a coach. I would have got mm-hmm. a coach who already who already already knew what they were doing. I would I would I would have saved myself a lot of uh, mistakes 
And I think I would have shortened my time span to, to becoming successful. So that's one thing I did want to say with your listeners that, that that's, that's the one thing that if I had to redo, I would do, I would definitely get a coach and, and somebody to work with that teach, you know, someone already has the knowledge who's been through the school hard knocks and, and, uh, and, you know, and, 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 and learn from his wisdom. That's what that's his or her wisdom. I should say. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, you know, I just, um, I host three real estate investors meet up. You talk about meetups back in those days, we didn't have them. With technology, we now can afford those to, to have those things and communicate and hit larger audiences. And my last meetup was on the 12, uh, how to build a successful real estate investing team. And one of those people on the team was a mentor coach. And um, I, I just, when I said that to people, they were surprised. And I said, well, you have bookkeeper, you have a property manager, you have contract, you have all these things. But the mentor, your coach, will tell you when to bring these people on, when you're ready to, to be bringing on this person, to be, now you're ready for this level. Now you're ready for this level. So absolutely, I completely agree with you. Do you coach, do you mentor people, Glenn, now, in this, this point in your career? You know, I, 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 I do not have a, a formal coaching program, but yes, there, there, there's times I, I have a real soft spot for young people with a lot of, with a lot of heart, a lot of desire, but, uh, but um, yeah, I, I very limited, very limited, but yes, I do. I do do some mentoring and um, always, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy helping people enjoy taking phone calls from people that have a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of desire, you know, if they're lazy, I don't want nothing to do with them. If they got desire, man, I, 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 I love help. <laughs> that's awesome that's, that's awesome brother you, you, your phone might blow up after after our after our interview here after you saying that but my here's my here's my my next question to you my friend what's the one thing that you've done that's giving you the most success as a real estate investor well that's i can answer that real easy too i have gotten involved in mastermind groups and uh and and the learning, the networking, right? I've heard that phrase. It's in a lot of the books. Your network will eventually become your net worth, right? And <clears throat> I'm in a couple of high-powered real estate mastermind groups across the country that uh, there's one of the groups you got to do 50 deals a year to be in the group, right? And you you learn what's working for other people, the technology, the different things that are happening. You keep up with the, with the market and, uh, you know... Um, Think the book Think and Grow Rich. That book was a real uh, was made a real impact on me when I was young. And one of the the key concepts of that book was the mastermind group, right? Because no one person could come up with the answers themselves, right? That's like that's why a coach is great. That's why. But uh, mastermind groups have been just a tremendous. They've really put me on the fast track, right? I've really been able to grow my business a lot faster, and um, and uh, so yeah, I would say that was you know. I always tell people this too. I believe coaching mastermind groups, it's not an expense. It's an investment. Yes. You'll always make the money back many fold by, 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 by being involved with, with mastermind groups and having coaches. That's what I believe. Yeah. Um, so if someone is listening, Glenn, and they're, you know, I'll share this with you. So many years ago, when I first got started in real estate, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about personal development and reading and growing and constantly getting better. You mentioned my shirt, 80% mindset, 20% skill set, 100% success. And we, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And I, I, I live in Pennsylvania. Like I mentioned to you, I'm in the state of Pennsylvania. I mentioned to you earlier. But what I found was when I first discovered the, the when I first read 
let me reiterate that when I first read about the mastermind group and I, uh, from Napoleon Hill, I immediately went and started looking around mastermind groups, mastermind groups, and I couldn't find any. I really couldn't find any online. I couldn't find any. No one, nowhere. There's nothing out there. So if there's someone out there listening, how how do you, how does one go about finding a mastermind group? How does one find that? You know, like I, I think you'll find them at RIA, some RIA groups. You'll find them at, um, you know, there's there's uh, a lot of IRA companies have events with a bunch of real estate people there. You'll find them there. You know, usually through your network, you'll find them, right? You'll find them through your network. And, um, and you know, it's, it's um, and like anything else, you've got to look at it. There's some really good ones out there and there's probably some ones that aren't so good, right? It's all, it's all about the caliber of the people in the room, right? I always, I always want to make sure, it's easy for me. I'd never be the smartest guy in the room, right? You want to be with people smarter than you. And so you're learning from them. And so, uh, but, um, but yeah, I would just, I would say your network, you know, I think more today, you know, I, I actually haven't Googled it for a long time, but real estate mastermind groups, there might be, you know, there, there might be more stuff online today than there was back yeah. then. Yes. Yeah. But I would say networks, networks, groups, stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, you know, that's, that, that's, that's how, that's how you find, that's how you find them. Awesome. So you did your first deal. It was with your dad um, with private money, which is great. And, you know, there's something called the law of the first deal. Get your first deal. That's what I teach my student. I do some coaching. Although right now I have a six months waiting list, man. I, I just I don't have the bandwidth because I'm doing my own deals. Right. So I'm doing a lot of teaching with real meetups and through through my podcast and stuff like that. But um, your first deal was a was a, a, a joint venture with your met with your dad. And that was a single family residence. So how does how did you go from that? Tell us the journey how you went from that to now going over mobile um, to mobile home parks. That's two two totally different games. Yeah. Why mobile home? Right, let parks? me let me run. Well, not and, and and I don't. That's not my model today. I've owned mobile home parks in the. I've owned a mobile home park in the past. Okay. Okay. But uh, let me let me give you a quick history. I answered that out of the paper to sell mobile homes. It was like a mobile home dealership, just like a car dealership. And that was okay. actually in 1982. And the guy said I could make a hundred grand a year. And he was right. I could. And, and that was back when a hundred grand was a lot of money. I, it was a lot more money then yeah. than it is today. I guarantee you. And so uh, then uh, my, then, then a general manager and I, we just, we, we decided to open up our own business. So we had our own mobile home dealerships, very similar to car dealerships where people come and buy the mobile homes, you deliver them to the land. That's what we did. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I had a Clayton franchise. That's the company Warren Buffett bought. So obviously, you know, they were, they were, you know, Warren Buffett's a big fan of manufactured homes. And, and for your listeners, I like to tell people this, I believe this from the bottom of my heart, mobile homes are the best kept secret in real estate investing. Why? Because most most real estate investors, when you say the word mobile home, they think of a metal sided old junk house that, you know, has tires on the roof, right? If you haven't seen manufactured homes, mobile homes today, you know, the ones that we buy, they're, four, they're usually 1,400 to 2,000 square feet. You would never know you're in a, you're in a mobile home. They're, they have all the amenities of a, of a single family house. Um, and so our current model today is we are buying existing double wide mobile homes on land. Okay. They have a deed of trust or a mortgage, just like a single family house. Okay. Same thing. We buy in Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. <clears throat> the beauty of what we do is 
we, we have competition, but not near as much as single family homes. Um, you know, we can still buy homes off the MLS, which in this day and time is, you know, pretty tough to do in single family homes. And, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we, we go to a lot, we, we get a lot of our leads by going to real estate investors saying, give us your throwaway mobile home leads. If we convert it, we'll pay you a thousand dollars. And we get, we get leads that way. And then we also talk to real estate people or real estate, uh, bro, you know, uh, agents and brokers and just, cause they don't want to list a $30,000 mobile home for sale. Right. So they make no money on it. So they'll, they'll get both sides of the listing for pocket listings. And that's how we buy a lot of our houses. So, um, but it's, it's, I, I think the real key is people just don't realize how nice they are. And, you know, honestly, since COVID hit, we've always had a great demand for our houses, but now it's like three X because sometimes people are wanting to get out of apartment complexes, want to get their own place out in the country, out in the suburbs. And, uh, and so our model is we buy the home, we fix it up like new, we property manage it. We keep about a third for ourselves. We, we, we turn key about two thirds to our investors and uh, like I say, we use all private money. And it's, it's really good because we create a win-win for our investors. And it, it's, it's a great deal for us. It's a great deal for our investors. They're getting double-digit returns. And we have people lined up lined up as investors. So, Okay, cool. So, so explain to, to myself and, my, and the listeners, how is the money made in mobile homes? So are you – so the stigma is – and again, educate me. I, I, I don't know the mobile sure. home park game that well, so please educate me. The stigma is that um, those things don't hold the value. So, and the value from what I hear from guys I hear that are much smarter than I am is you buy the land, you don't own the mobile home park, you rent the land, and that's where the, the money is made. Tell me about your business model. How does your business model work? How are you making your money? So you're going in there. Because I looked at a mobile home park, uh, I don't know, a month, two months ago. At a mobile home park, I'm sorry. A mobile home on a valuable piece of land here in town. I was going to take that thing down, and I was going to build a two-family. But those um, modular homes, then it was the same thing. I, I would have been underwater because... It would have cost me the same thing as it would have cost me to build it. Like it's like the cost of these things are high. When I ran the numbers, you know, our business is simply numbers. It's all it is. It's just simple arithmetics. And when I did the math, I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to flip this thing. I'm not going to be able to exit this thing. And I, and if I'm not careful, I could be on the water when the market corrects because the market is going to correct in the single family in the single family space. So how, tell me, explain to us, educate me. How how is the money made there? Tell me about how how. Okay. First of all, first of all, you're absolutely right. In a mobile home park, if you don't own the land, mobile homes will depreciate. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just like a car. Okay. Uh, that's number one. But once again, we're not buying mobile home parks. We're buying individual houses on pieces of land. Okay. So it's real estate. It, it, it has the land, and I will guarantee you because our properties are the properties we bought in Texas in 2012, 2013 have more than doubled now. Houses we, houses we bought for sixty thousand are worth one hundred fifty now, so we we see tremendous appreciation in those. And here's how we make our money. Okay, we are looking, and like you said, you said it very well. It's all about the numbers, right? We're looking for a decent house in a decent area <clears throat> where people want to live. So every house we're going in there, fixing it up, putting a tenant in there, right? 
we're looking for $400 or more a month for cash flow. That's our number, right? We want to be at 400 a month or more for cash flow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have an investor model when we sell it to them where we make a good lick, like a fix and flip. Right. And they're, they're still getting double digit returns. So it's all about the numbers. It's all about the numbers. We, if we're going to, if we're going to hold it, we want $400 or more a month, positive cash flow. If we're going to sell it, we, you know, we, we want to, we want to be able to make rough, it's roughly 15 to $20,000 per, per house. Right. So that's, the, and then we roll it to our investors. It's a guaranteed sale. It, it you know, everything goes, you know, goes fast. And, uh, and so, and, and so that, that's how we make our money. That's a great model. Let me ask you this question. How do you run your numbers? Because as investors, many of us run our numbers differently. I'm just curious, how do you run your numbers to get your net net when you say $400 in net? Well, we, we, we call it a rental worksheet, okay? So we have our acquisition guys fill it out. What is the projected rent? Mm-hmm. Minus taxes, minus insurance, minus 10% for property management, right? Mm-hmm. What is what is the fair market value of the house? We, we, we always want to buy it at 75 to 80% of fair market value. You never want to pay more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. So all yep. those numbers work and it, that, it comes out to $400 a month cash flow. Great. We will buy that as a buy and hold. Okay. That's just, it's just that simple. Got right? it. Got and, it. Okay. uh, and that's after the all, you know, like I say, we, we don't care if the house is, is, you know, like, let's say it's a $60,000 all in, right. That's acquisition plus rehab. Doesn't matter if it's, we buying the house for 50, putting 10 in it or buying the house for 20 and putting 40 in it. It doesn't matter. That's the all in price. Right. So, okay. so, mm-hmm. but I, I think the key to what, 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 why our deal works so well is we're fixing the house up like new. And when I say like new, it's like new, we're, we're new air conditioning, new appliances, new carpet, new paint, new, it, it, it looks like a new house when we get done. If it needs a new roof, we put a new roof on it. Well, you know, you know, anything with the septic, we're, 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 we're taking care of all those those potential, you know, maintenance issues up front. So we push that down the road five to seven years because we're doing it all up front. Got it. Got it. So when you say home, we're talking mobile homes, right? We're 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 we're, we're talking the same. Okay, good. I want to make sure I understand that. Absolutely. So, when I say mobile versus, let me let me, let me classify. It's real important for you and your listeners. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mobile and manufactured homes; those terms are synonymous. They're, they mean the okay. same thing. They, the, the industry went from mobile homes calling them manufactured homes, I think, just to make it sound better. Modular, yeah. you're right. That's a whole nother thing. Modulars are very expensive. They're designed to be to, to you know to where they can go into cities. And they're I don't buy modulars. They're 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 too expensive. They're they're, yes, they're, they they're are. too much. They're too so much. Let me, I don't. let me ask you this, Glenn. If you had a deal, I'm just again, I, I'm just want to pick your brain. Um so I had a deal here where uh, it had a mobile home park, a mobile home. I keep saying park. It had a mobile home, and I was gonna. The land is very valuable, but the mobile home it wasn't worth anything. I mean, it needed to be redone completely. What would you have done there? Would you have put? Would you have put a new mobile home on a new mobile on there? Uh, Possibly the land. What would you? What would your strategy have been on that? So, so, and that that, that brings up another key point. We are usually looking for a 19, it's got to be at least minimum 1980s when when it was built, usually 90s, 2000s, we're buying those manufactured mobile homes, okay? If you buy them back in the 60s or 70s, they were just built to substandard, they're they're not worth buying, okay? So yes, in, in cases like that, if it was an older house, 
I'd probably mm-hmm. take that to the dump, look at a new house, maybe putting a new house in there. Just it's all about the numbers, right? But mm-hmm. if it was a 1980 to 1990s house, more times than not, no, we're just going to go in and we're going to fix it up and make it look like new. Now, part of our strategy is mobile homes are kind of like cars. There's a lower end, a medium end, and a high end kind of, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we want to mm-hmm. make sure we're buying a home that's built, 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 uh, single family home, you know, standards, right? It's, it's got, you know, plywood flooring, OSB flooring. You, you can kind of just tell this one's going to hold up. This one might not hold up so good. So we'll, we'll walk away from the deals that we don't think are going to hold up because we're property managing every one of them for long-term rentals. So. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit now about, about the mindset of an investor, right? So if you have a newbie out there, um, and you belong to different master. You belong to different masterminds. You belong to different masterminds through the years, I presuppose. And t- talk to me about what is the the, the mindset uh, that a successful real estate investor like yourself needs to have. What's that mindset that one needs to have to be able to do what you're doing? and win the way you guys are winning. I mean, you guys are closing 12 deals a month. That's a lot of deals. That's a lot of deals. The mastermind group you're in, you gotta close 50 deals or more. If not, you can't get in. That's 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 high level, right, for most. So how how what's the mindset that, that yeah. you need to have that you have to be able to close 12 deals a month? And here's, here's what I would say. My One of my favorite quotes is by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. I love that quote, right? It's, it's all in the mindset, right? Now, just so you know, we didn't start doing those that type of volume up until about four years ago, okay? Prior to that, I was probably doing 20, 30, 40 deals a month, 40 deals a year, okay? So I, you know, my why, and I always I always tell young people that, like, what, what is your why? You know, why, why do you want to do, what do you, what do you want to get out of real estate? Right. What are you trying to do? Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I decided I wanted to build a company for my legacy that's gone when, you know, that's, that, that's still running when I'm gone. You know, I have, I have 15, 20 people working for us now and, and, you know, we've got it all in place where we're going to keep this thing going. But um, I believe this from the bottom of my heart, if somebody has got a burning desire to do it, okay. And will work their butt off they'll be successful. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Okay. I mean, you know, you never lose until you quit. You never lose until you quit. I've met many talented people in my life that didn't have, that didn't have the desire and they got nowhere. And then I've learned, I've met people who didn't have the talent that other people had, but had the desire and they get there. It's all about working your butt off. I just, I believe God rewards people who bust their butt. I really believe that. Okay. That, you know, and so, um, it is mindset. It's like, and if you, if you, if you have the mindset, the attitude, the desire, and then you hook up with the right coach or the right mentor, now you're, now you're, you're cooking with gas. Okay. Um, wow. You know, cause I tell people this, when I do mentor young people, I mentor some young people in my church and I just say, look, you know, are you going to really do what I say? Cause if you're not, don't waste my time. Okay. Just don't waste my time. Okay. I don't want to, you know, if you're, if you really want help, if you, and this isn't just real estate, this is sometimes it's life things too. Right. Um, but you know, I'll be happy, you know, I'll be happy to work with you. Okay. If you've got you know, and if I see that spark in their eyes, I I love helping people that way. Right. But, uh, you know, of course so many people will get excited for a short period of time. And, and I always said this too, 
if I knew, you know, we're all going to get, we're all going to get kicked in the gut. I'm in, 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 I don't care. It's not just real estate. It's any, it's any area of life, right? Like if I knew who's going to get knocked down and get up and fight versus the guy that's going to stay down or the woman that's going to stay down, that's all I need to know. If I don't, if I, if I could always hire that person that, that, that will get up and fight, I know they're going to be successful. They're going to be a winner. And that's all it is. It, it's just a numbers game. It's working your butt off. It's a numbers game, learning, getting the knowledge, getting the right people around you. And, and I, I really believe real estate's easy. I really believe it's easy. Once you get systems, processes in place, it's not, it's not rocket science. You know, you're running numbers. It's a simple, it's a simple process depending on your exit strategy. And um, so, yeah, if, if it just, are you, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to, if you want to grow a company, are you willing to take the risk to hire the people and invest back in the business? Those are the type of questions that, you know, you have to, you know, you have to ask yourself because, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys, a lot of guys and women like to be a single operator and just do it themselves and get, make some money. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Other people want to build a small team. Other people want to scale and build a bigger team. And so um, it's just all what you're, it's all what you're looking for, but, but, you know, mindset d- desires thinking grow rich talks about that too. <clears throat> there's nothing more important than a burning desire. If you got that, man, it's hard to stop somebody. Yeah, that burning desire, you 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 just can't you can't uh, you can't buy that, right? You either have it or you don't, and that's that that's that one ingredient that when you get knocked down, you just keep going, you just keep going. And um, so, Glenn, let me ask you this question: How does one? What advice would you give to someone brand new right now that maybe doesn't have that motivation? Maybe they've been knocked down a few times. Maybe life has kicked them in the gut a few. Maybe they've tried different things and it hasn't worked for them. And now they're like, you know, they've heard the same thing you heard when you was in college that 90% of millionaires are made through real estate, right? We all know that. We've all heard that. And they're listening to this podcast because, man, maybe, maybe I want to give this one more shot. I want to give something. Maybe I want to give this real estate thing a shot. What advice are you giving that person as a, as a wise, you know, as wise counsel? Okay. Someone who's been in the business this many years and lived life, you know, and been through ups and downs of different economies and different things in life. What, what counsel would you give that young person or that person? Outside of what I've already said about getting a coach and mastermind groups, being part of real groups and networking, right? That's, that's critical, right? The other thing I failed to mention is reading books. Okay. There, there's, there's a, there's a definite correlation between how many books a person reads a year and how much money they make. That's, let's prove it. Okay. That is proven. So mm-hmm. I think books, books are like a mastermind group. You're, you know, like if you're picking, if Robert Kiyosaki writes a book, right. You're kind of in a group with him. Right. So you read his mm-hmm. books, right. Other, other successful, you know, there's all kinds of books for mindset, right? There's all kinds of books for mindset too. And, and, and just, mm-hmm. and laying out goals and strategies and, and, and so forth. And so um, I would just tell somebody we've all been kicked. We've all been kicked in the gut. We've all, you know, man, I, you know, we could do a whole podcast on my failures and my bad deals too. We could do a whole podcast on that. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there, I've been, I've been kicked, I've been kicked in the gut many times in, in my career. Right. But, you just don't let it buy you just boom, it's going to happen. And you learn from it, right? The beauty of it is every time you really, you get knocked down, you learn a valuable lesson. And then that way 
you don't make that mistake again, right? That's it's it's, it's like you you don't it's like when you're a little kid touching the stove, you realize you do it one time when it's on, you're not going to do it again, right? So it's it's you learn from your mistakes and um and I said it earlier and and I believe this, you know, nobody is a nobody is a quitter or loses until they quit. <laughs> nobody is, right? It, it's like yeah. um in real estate, here's why here's another reason I love real estate too. So many people think that you've got to have money to do real estate. And that's a, that's that's not true at all. That is not even close to true. Story, yeah. it, is way harder, it is way harder to if you have the knack to find deals, you'll have people lined up to give you money for those deals if you know what you're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's way more deals out there that, or there's way more money out there than there is deals right now. It's not even close. Okay. It's not even close. So, you know, um, you don't need money. You can, you, you can be broke and get into real estate. If you can find the deals, you'll find people, you know, good deals attract money. Always have, always have. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's that, that in and of its own is a mindset, sir. So what you just said right there is also a mindset to, to, to realize that there are, that, that there's, if you, if you learn this game, and you are competent. I have I have a I have a formula which I, I share with my students, and that's C plus C plus M A equals success. And that's competence, education, mentors, real meetups, everything you said, books, competence and confidence. Confidence when you have confidence and you can raise money, right? And because you are competent, right? And then intelligent massive action leads to success. Taking action, not giving up. Keep learning, right? And you, you keep saying this is failing forward, meaning, hey, this didn't work out. What did I learn? How can I get better? How, how can I take this experience moving forward so I can identify something like this sooner in the next deal so it doesn't happen again? Right? It's just getting better. That very well. Yep. That is very well said the way what you just said. Very well said. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that 100%. Yes. Not, not giving up. So in, 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 your, in your day, what is a day for someone that, has a business as, 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 you know, large as yours, what is the day of a, of, of a CEO looks like for, for CEO like yourself? What does that day look like? You got, you guys have, yeah, how many, you, know, how many doors? you got 450 now? Pushing 450. Yeah. Pushing 450. You're pushing 450. So you got systems. I'm sure you, you can't get to that level unless you have systems and people and, and teams in place, right? You didn't do that by yourself. But what does a day of, of, of an entrepreneur like yourself, business owner, look like? You know, I have a great, I have a great job and a great life. I really do. Okay. And I'll say there's a book called Traction. If you ever want to scale, it's I, we, we, our company. We implemented that system five years ago. It talks about a visionary, a, a COO, an integrator. And then you have a head of operations, and, uh, operations, sales and marketing and accounting, right? Finances. And so, I have a great Traction. team, and I always like to say this. The name of the book, hold up, the name of the book is Traction. Who wrote it? Traction. You know the uh, author? Um, Gino Wickman. Gino Wickman, yes. Wickman. And it's, 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 uh, it's called the, it's the Entrepreneurial Operating System. That's what it's called. And so I'm the CEO, visionary of my company, and I don't work in my business. I work on my business. Um, you know, I, I kind of oversee things, help, you know, because – because I'm old and I've got a little bit of a little bit of experience, I, I kind of know some areas where we should go, where we shouldn't go. 
and I, I'll give it to my integrator, uh, who's Melissa Hammaker. She's awesome. She's like, uh, incredible, incredible. And, uh, she, she pretty much runs the company and, and, you know, I, I get to go fly around the country. I speak at a lot of events and really my, probably, probably my job. And I love doing it is just raising money for the company, right. With investors, mm-hmm. mastermind groups. And so I get to do all that. And, um, you know, the, the beauty of that book was too, it's, it's all talks about getting the right person in the right seat. Right. And this was a very valuable thing that a real wise guy told me one day, he said, take out a piece of paper. And he and he said, draw a line in the middle of it. What do you like? And what are you good at on one side of the piece of paper? What don't you like? What, what don't you like? And what aren't you good at on the other side? And then he said to me, delegate that stuff, dummy. That was his words. And I laughed. He laughed. And, you know, it makes sense though, right? Some people love to sit, sit, sit with, sit and play with numbers and books and accounting all day. I would hang myself if I had to do that all day. Right. So, uh, you know, just, you find people, right person, right seat, right skill set for the, for the particular job. And so, yeah, my typical day is I'm working on the business, not in the business and, you know, probably work less hours than I have before now because I've got a great team and, and so forth. And, uh, I travel a lot, but I like it. I like it. I enjoy traveling and uh, going to mastermind groups and speaking events. That's that's pretty much what I do. That is amazing. Um, if there were any parting words of wisdom that you want to give the listeners on what to do in this day and age to get ahead in real estate, what would it be? You know, just I, I would, I would, um, you know, and I'm, I keep referring back to Think and Grow Rich because it's stuck with me, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you know, suppose George Washington went over, went over the river and they burned the ships or whatever and said, okay, we're, 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 we're going to win or perish, right? We're, we're not, perish. you know, there's no, there's no retreat. There's no, retreat's not an option, right? Mm-hmm. And I would, I would say to all your listeners, okay, if you've got that mindset that I'm not failing, you can, you can beat me up. You can bloody me. You can, you can, you know, kick me. You can, I'm not, I'm not quitting. Okay. I would almost guarantee that that person's going to, going to win. I would almost, I would, I would almost guarantee it is. And then once again, then put in the equation of hooking up with the right coach, the right people, the right, the surround yourself with the right, the right team, the right, everything else. You can't, you know, that, that is the key. You just, you know, you know, you can think about quitting, we all feel like quitting sometimes, but you don't. You say, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's not an option. So, and then once, it, it's a weird thing too, because once you do get past that hump, okay, past that, okay, then you learn, you grow, then it just, it goes, it, it usually goes vertical. Then it goes vertical. And then you go, wow, I'm glad I, I'm glad I stuck it out because there's stories that so many people were this close you know, this close to finding gold. There's a story of that in Thing Grow Rich too. And they quit. Another guy came in there and then found the gold and made the multi-billions, right? And yeah. so, uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's 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 just never quit and go after it. If, if, if this is your, if real estate is what you want to do, which I believe it's the greatest thing in the world because you get cash flow, tax advantages, you're building long-term wealth, you're doing, you're, you're covering all the, you know, money now, Wealth later, you're covering all the bases. Yep. Um, just, 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 just get it, get after it, and don't quit. Don't quit. Surround yourself with the right people, and you can't help but to be a success. That's what I. Awesome. Say. 
Awesome. If people wanted to get a hold of you, Glenn, maybe they, they wanted to, um, and I know you don't have any mentorship programs or anything like that, but if someone musters up the courage that they want to, they want to reach out to you, maybe ask you a question, maybe send you an email. How I'm always can, honored. I'm, I'm a- how can people reach you? How can people invest with you? You talked about um, you're always yeah. raising capital. That's your favorite yeah. part of the thing. And how can people, how can people connect with you and your company and, and maybe talk to you about your business and, you know, invest with you if they wanted to. Can I say one, can I say one more thing too, Martin, before I, before I give you my information? Absolutely. And, and that's another thing too. The other side of the scale is like most of, most of my investors are dentists, doctors, high net worth people. They've got a lot of money. They have no time, right? And if you hook up with the right person, you know, as a, you could be a passive investor and do fantastic in real estate, right? Instead of like, why would a dentist go through the learning curve of learning to become a real estate agent, right? Hook mm-hmm. up with the right person to do it. So uh, that that's that's how a lot of our investors are. So yeah, if, for people that have money, you know, they they don't they don't need to get in it. They can just hook up with the right people who know what they're doing. So that 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 was that's one more thing. Yeah. There's an active you can be an active real estate investor, a passive real estate investor. Okay, so um, but yeah, my, my the way you get a hold of me is first of all, our company website is Stromberg. That's S T R O M B E R G investmentgroup.com. Okay, they, we've got a couple of videos on there if people want to learn more about what we do and so forth. My email is Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at StrombergInvestmentGroup.com. And since I'm old school, I'm, 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 I'm one of the few guys, I also give out my phone number too. My cell is 817-966-1258. That's how you can get a hold of it. That's how you can get a hold of me. Perfect. And do you have any social media or any of that stuff? Yeah, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook. Yeah, we're, we're there. But uh, the website's really where we drive people to that gives more information about our business and stuff like Perfect. that. Perfect. Okay, so we'll, we'll make sure we put that in the notes. Glenn, thank you so much. It was an honor having you here on my on, on the podcast today. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy running your business and doing the things that you do. And I'm really honored to have you. I learned a ton from you. Uh, this is why I, I, I tell you, I love, I love doing this podcast thing because I, I, I learned so much from from my guests such as yourself. I mean you shared a wealth of knowledge here today and thank you for that. And well, thank, you, thank, thank you for having me Martin and, and you're a very good interviewer too by the way. You're good I can tell you you got a passion for the podcast. You're very good at it too. So a lot of great questions you asked today too. So thank you. Love to have you back on here again um as a marketer I will, uh, you know, my team and I will reach out and we'll have you back on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Sounds great. Thank you, Martin. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.